0: good morning happy thursday i have neural coffee in hand and
1: it is perfect Maybe, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah you're probably right essentially just just to bring the rest of the call up to date I, uh, <laughs> I i sent some photos through to you earlier on uh of a uh, of uh, a girl that uh, we've got at the gym and she's got a lot of uh, ongoing right-sided pain symptoms, um, mainly around hips and lower back for the most part, but has in the past uh, come up with like plantar fascia kind of symptoms in the feet, in the right foot, and then up into the neck with headaches and things as well. It's been ongoing for quite a number of years, but more so since she's had her last baby about five years ago. So, took a few photos of her the other day, and uh, was hoping to get your take on mm-hmm. it. Not only sort of so much where she is in space, but how you go about looking at the photos and then picking landmarks to determine where where you interpret that. You know, um, I've got my ideas about where she might be. But uh, I'd like to hear and see oh, I would how like you go about looking at those photos and assessing that. If that's okay, okay. we have permission. We have permission to use these. right? Yes, yeah, she's happy right. to be on. So you can see this. Yes. All right.
0: So um, first and foremost, is there anything that just jumps out at
1: you? Yeah, there's um, there's a there's a couple of things. Um, so we've got the there's definitely a, a twist going on with it. the if you looked at the front on shot there uh the head in reference to the body or the face in reference to the body is not is not in the center yeah, not in the center a- of the matter and we've got a turn going on.
0: Yeah oh there's yeah there's no no question you've got a you've got a very a very big turn, right? Yeah. I mean, for, for you, yeah. And so so one of the things that you want to do Whenever you're looking at at posture photos like this, um, is don't get too close. Okay. So if you if you zoom out, let me see if I can shrink this down. Did that get smaller on the screen? Yes. Okay, awesome. When you zoom out, you get you get more of the more of the image in your focal vision. Okay. And so it's easier to see some of the some of the really gross relationships. And so so when you zoom out like this. It's like right away you go, oh, that like her head is turned like yes. to a significant degree. Okay. Because her shoulders are turned in one direction and her head's turning against that. Can you appreciate that? That fact? Yes. yes. Yeah. So like her left side, her left side is closer to you um, in the image. And so she's like this. She, she, she's looking at you like this. Yes. Yeah? Yeah. So. Yeah, so she's she's making a, a nice hard turn there, and then she's bringing her head. Or her eyes are keeping her nose pointing straight ahead. That's why you're seeing what you're seeing. Okay. Yeah,
1: yeah. So on that, while we're on that front shot, and we can uh-huh. see that you know that that left shoulder is coming forward, and if we zoom back in, we see around the uh, clavicle there. I never know how to pronounce it. The sternum. sternocleidomastoid. That, yeah, too big a uh-huh. word for a gym, uh-huh. gym head like me. Uh, there seems to be a fair amount of uh, tension on that. It's one thing that sort of jumped out to me to be sort of an asymmetry between one side and the other in this picture. It sort of it right. looks like there's a tone in it. There's a bit of shadow behind it. And I thought, is that, you know, tells like that where you see something jumping out from one from one side compared to the other. Right. Um Looking at that, would that is that look like something that should be under tension if that's turned more? Well, it,
0: it isn't. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you, you've definitely got you've definitely got a you've definitely got a turn, and yeah. and, and uh, again, an elevation here, really. Um, and it's technically not an elevation; it's actually the the compressive strategy on the right side. But um, yes, the relative like so it looks like she's shrugging her left shoulder. Can you appreciate that? Yes. Yeah. She's So look at the right, look at the posterior view. And I want you to look at the space between her right rib cage and her right arm relative to the other uh, side. She's, she's, can you appreciate the fact that there's a space there? Yes. So so for that space to exist, that means that there there has to be an, a, like a con, um, concavity. It's a, a bend inward on that right side.
1: Yes. Okay.
0: So that's yes. that's that's her coming down on that right hand side.
1: Yeah, and is that reflected down, we go down to the calcaneus at the, or into the Achilles there on the right side?
0: Yeah. Down there. So, so um, she's standing very similarly to how we would just discussed the, the wide ISA with Zach? Yep. Okay. Can you appreciate she's on the outside edge? Yes. Of her, of her, of her foot there? Okay. So, um, clearly not a worst case scenario, which is okay. Um, But she's definitely trying to lose her center. her. her, I mean, her base of support. She's on the outside edge of her base of support.
1: Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, In reference to uh, the so, just so I'm clear on this, uh, when we get that. a to P com- compression, we should see a little bit more uh, with the, the inability for those arms to remain uh, as tight on the side that is more compressed. Could you use that as a rule of thumb that you're going to see more, uh, providing the photos relatively, you know, square, you're going to see more daylight <clears throat> on a more compressed side? Well, what,
0: here's what you have to appreciate you have to appreciate the fact that, okay, so we're looking at what is essentially a two-dimensional representation mm-hmm. okay and so so people call these side bends when the reality is is that they're turns they're twists yes right and so so that's the thing that you want to you want to be very clear about is that is that she's not going straight over to the side she is she's doing this as she so as she turns it bends inward but when you're looking at a picture like this, that space is, is telling, right? It's like it's the rib cage moving away from the arm, it's not the arm moving away from the rib cage.
1: Gotcha. Does that gotcha. make sense to say it like yeah. that? Yeah. 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 And that would account too for that. Look, like if we mm-hmm. if we looked, it looks like she's kind of hiking the hip up a little bit on that side, but it's in fact it's the top coming down on that side. That's yeah. yeah, it's that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you have the uh, side views there as well? I Google? do. I do. Hang on, I gotta stop the share. Um,
0: did I get the right one to come up?
1: Yep. See it. Okay. So pretty heavy anterior orientation going <clears throat> so, through as well. So
0: here, uh, I'm assuming that this is correct for the right side, left side. It's not flip flop the
1: way mm-hmm. I do it. Yeah, no, that's that's
0: wrong. Okay. Yep. All right. So, so here, here is this is a really useful, uh, image comparison because when you, this is how you can identify the fact that she's turning and not bending straight sideways. So, yeah. if you look at the, if you look at the shoulder girdle position in the two images, yes. Can you appreciate the fact that? Like you can see how aggressively she's pushing the left shoulder forward relative to the right shoulder. Yes. Okay. Now go up to her face. I want you to look at her jaw. Okay. Look at the distance. Here, let me let me see if I can blow this up a little bit. Look at the distance between her chin and her neck. Yeah. Can you see how she's pulling the left side of her jaw backwards? Yep. This is how she keeps her head straight. Yeah, okay. Okay. So she's doing this. Her face would go this way. So what she does is she pulls back like the. Yep. You see it?
1: Yep. Okay.
0: So so again, these this, this is her response. So she's just trying to keep her eyes facing a certain direction.
2: Mm-hmm. Right.
0: Um, and, and she's she's combating the, the strategy to hold position. Hang on a second. Okay. I got to stop. There we go. Nobody's trying to get in. But but one of the one of the tricks that you can do is um, get the pictures facing the same direction. So when you take a right side and a left side, okay, flip one of them. So it looks like they're facing the same direction, but you're looking at, so you're still looking at a left side picture and a, and a right side picture, but when they're facing the same direction, you can make a direct comparison between the two sides and you will see immediately how aggressive some of these turning strategies are because even in this picture, the, the, this, the, as obvious as this is, if you flip-flop one of them, you will go, wow, there's going to be this huge difference. It'll look like two different people.
1: Yeah, right. Okay. Go ahead that's useful yeah so when you're referencing say like the if you were to if we look at the vertical line down the center dividing the two pictures we're mm-hmm. using that as, as some sort of uh, relevance of where representation of where gravity is so yeah. for instance yeah um, do you ever superimpose lines over the center no. of nothing no okay no.
0: no you can you can if you yeah. need to. you can if you need to Right. I mean, I'll I'll do it to show people things, but it's like I don't do it for my own frame of reference. Um, Yeah. One of the one of the when you're looking at pictures and you're trying to you're trying to make judgments on 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 photos, it helps Mm -hmm. to see thousands of them. Good morning. I have neuro coffee in hand and. It is perfect. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> it, And 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 I'm not, I'm not being, you know, um, I'm, 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 I'm being serious. Right. Yeah. Not, it's like, it's like people say, well, what do you like when I, when I, when I would have students and stuff and I see, I just see somebody walk in and you kind of know, like, you know, after looking at people for 30 years, you go, oh, I know what to expect. Yeah. And then the student says, well, what are you looking at? Because they, okay. So the students in school. And that means that when they're asked a question, they're given five possible answers, and one of those answers is the correct one, right? And so then they're asking a question in, in, that, in that vein where they say, what are you looking at? Because they think that it's, oh, it's a simple process. I just, there, there's it, and it's not. It's like, when I look at this, I see the whole thing because I've looked at thousands of pictures. I've seen patients for 30 some years, and it's like, you see the same things over and over and over again, and then you start to, your pattern recognition becomes exceptionally good. So I don't yeah. need to draw the lines. You can, and again, I will. I will draw lines and arrows and circles and stuff on on other pictures so people can see some of the things that I see. Um, if you look at like the old school postural representations in a side view, like they, there's like a, a there's like a plumb line representation. Yeah. That they'll say this is this is good posture, <laughs> which is which just makes me chuckle um and it it, i it's been a while since i've done this it's it's like it's lined up with the auditory meatus i think it goes through the shoulder it goes anterior to the hip behind the knee and lands on the calcaneal cuboid joint if you could ever figure where that is
1: right yeah okay
0: so So that's where the line goes but here's here's what i would say here's what i would say is in this vertical representation right um if 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 there was a if there was a treatment table that was also vertical. Is this person touching the table anywhere but her heels?
1: Probably not.
0: OK, so right away, you know that the center of gravity is too far forward. Yeah. All right. That means that something is taking the center of gravity forward. There's a strategy that's taking the center of gravity forward. OK. And, and so. We we know that she's going to go forward inside of her base of support. We looked at the other pictures. We saw that she was on the outside edge of her base of support. So we kind of know where she's where she is right now, and so we can sort of surmise as to what kind of deficits that that we're going to be seeing here. And then it's just a matter of identifying strategies. So when you see, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop the share here. I'm gonna go back to the um, the, the uh, rear photos here. Hang on one second. Do I have the rear photos up?
2: Yeah, front and rear. Yep. Yeah.
0: Okay. And I'm gonna I'm gonna try to. So so where you see the inward depressions anywhere, those are gonna those are com- those are compressions. Therefore, they're gonna be IR representations, right? Yeah. Where I see the expanded representation, then you know that they're moving towards ER. Okay. So if we were to look at Again, we can look at this 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 right side. It's like, so why would she start to to compress this this right side inward? It's like, okay, how do you stay pushed into the ground? You have to IR. Do you think that she's she's so far forward, right? We kind of know where she's at from the side view that her center of gravity is way forward. We know from this view that it's forward and way over to the right. How do you stay inside your base of support when you're on the outside edge of your foot? Well, you got to push something inward. So there's her IR. Okay. Um, if you look down at the hip, then you can start to see that she's using the same a, a similar strategy in the hip down here. You see my little thingy moving back and forth. Yep. Yeah. Okay. And then you look down here and you go, oh, well that that that's going outward. So there's the there's the femur co- compensating into er right there. You see it. Yep. Okay. Yep. And then you see the see the big bump on the inside of her knee.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What's the big bump on the inside of her knee?
1: It's, it's a knee. Yeah, well, it's going to be another compensation.
0: Well, yes, bench. sir. But I mean, but I'm saying, what is that structure that's creating that big bump on the inside of her knee? It's a bone. Oh,
1: right. Okay.
0: Yeah. It's the, it's the femur, right?
1: Yeah. Okay. okay.
0: Can you appreciate the fact that this bump right here is represented to a greater degree than the other side. Move back from the picture and you'll see it.
1: Yes. Okay. Yes, okay.
0: That means yeah. I get a big ER to IR differential in the femur itself. Yep. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. You okay. see it? Okay, yeah. And, and so would that account for why maybe the Achilles appears to be more prominent at the bottom there as well as more of a twist between bottom and top? Okay.
0: So, so, let's zoom, zoom in on that for a sec. So, how would you describe? And, and she's she's got a similar strategy going on on both sides because she's she's doing a standing calf raise, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Can you appreciate the fact that that both rear feet are would be typically described as inverted? Yes. Okay. So under that circumstance, do you know the predominant – so we're going to pick on a muscle here for a second to differentiate uh, rear foot position. In this position, do you know which of the two muscles that would be influencing the Achilles tendon is is more prominent? Uh, gastroc? You had a 50-50 shot, and uh, you got it wrong. Um, Okay. It's okay. It's okay. Here, th- this is, this is the dirty little secret. Okay. So in the rear foot, the attachment of soleus is more medial to the, than the attachment of, of gastro.
1: Ah, right. okay. yeah.
0: So when you see this inverted representation, okay, you've got a lot of, so, so this is, this is a deeper muscular strategy. Right. Okay. Um, and, and so what, but what we can also surmise is that we've got a similar representation in the pelvis. Okay. Okay. So so the the deep portion of of glutes, the proximal aspect of adductor magnus, also concentrically oriented. Okay. okay. And again, it kind of makes sense, right? Based on the amount of external rotation that she's gonna have in the proximal femur. Right. And, and again, you, 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 like you, look at, you look at these Achilles and it's like they're very prominent. Right. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you this, uh, uh, Matt. Um, if you were uh, if you were old school and you're gonna go, well, we're gonna measure your dorsiflexion. What do you think it is? You think you think she's got a lot or a little?
1: I don't think she's got too much. Say <clears throat> hey, what? I said, I don't think she's got too much.
0: That is correct, sir. That is correct. Okay. No. So do you think she's got the ability to capture middle propulsion?
1: Not without a great deal of compensation. Not not a proper middle part.
0: Correct. Correct. So, so you've got a foot that, that will not acquire this, right? And so now you start thinking strategies and you're like, Okay, if we if we do something up on our feet, I got to get I got to get those foot contacts. Where are you going to start her, as far as activities? If you were going to start her on her feet,
1: um, I'd probably I'd probably start her with a, something that's going to lighten her up, so a uh, pull down of some cable chop of some description p- potentially. Right, narrow stance or wide stance. Um. It, she is a narrow, but I think she's going to have to go slightly wider than, than, uh, than where's, her ER? where's her well, ER? Where's her ER?
0: It's, it's away
1: from midline. Hard
0: yeah. So, so, so I'm going to have to spread her feet apart to, to, to be able to try to capture those medial foot contacts. And if you can't yeah. do that, then you
1: gotta, you gotta reduce gravity even further. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You see it. Yeah. There was one last thing I had on that front photo. Do you think um, potentially, if we saw old photos of of her, and I might ask her uh, in looking at her face, whether there's any change in the shape of that face as a result of this? Oh yeah. As a oh, result yeah. of the twist, you know? Yeah,
0: I don't think there's any. Qu- it's like when when you see that that level of neck muscle activity. Yeah. Okay. So so what I what I want you to recognize is is that she's pulling down. She's pulling down. Yep. On the the left side of her skull. Okay. So so, let me use, So do you know where
1: sternocleidomastoid attaches?
0: Uh,
1: what was it clavicle and or somewhere near the clavicle anyway? Presuming so it's, it's on the clavicle. It's
0: it's the bone right behind your ear, the mastoid process. Okay. okay. All right. And now she wants to try to keep she wants to try to keep her, eyes level. Okay. So, so there's reflex in your melon to try to keep your eyes level. Okay. Okay. Can you appreciate the fact that the left side of her face is taller and narrower side to side?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So do you think it's affecting the shape of her head? Yeah, I do. Yeah. 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 Sure. You see it?
1: Yeah. Yeah so so when
0: you so when you re, when you are capable of reducing this muscle activity there's no more pull on the on the the bony stuff right and so you'll see yeah. all sorts of cool little shape changes right can you appreciate the fact that the left side of her nose is longer than her right side of her nose yeah okay yeah so now think about this now you have an influence on breathing that might be an issue yeah.
2: right
0: but you square this away, maybe you solve her deviated septum problem. Maybe you improve her sleep. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. Yeah. It's like, again, you just. But I mean, and this is the This is some of these uh, differences are 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 pretty subtle. But again, it's like it's like the big turn is is a huge influencer. Yeah. Okay.
1: Beautiful. Thank you. Very uh-huh. informative. Uh-huh.
0: Good morning. Happy Tuesday. I have NeuroCoffee in hand and it is perfect. All right. A very busy Tuesday coming up. So we're going to dig straight into today's Q&A. This is with Taya. Uh, Taya's working with the narrow ISA that is using a strategy to stay inside of their base of support. So this is somebody that has gone down and forward on the left, gone all the way to the right, they're about ready to tip outside of their base of support. So we're gonna use a strategy that increases the downward compression um, in regards to their orientation to hold position inside of their base of support. Under most circumstances, most circumstances, all we have to do, take this person, move them into a reduced gravity situation, put them in an early representation, capture all the necessary ground contacts for such an activity, and we do really, really well. However, under some circumstances, um, this doesn't work. So the dead giveaway is the fact that you can't capture your ground context. So we can't get foot cues, we can't get um, the, the base to make the appropriate contacts, etc. or we see somebody executing the activity in a compensatory strategy. Under these circumstances, we just have the wrong shape. And so what we have to do is we have to um, add a step. So as we reverse engineer this process, what we need to do is we need to go back through a late representation to capture the er representation so this is the discussion that we're actually having with taya and we do a little bit of a demo there so you can kind of see what we're actually actually talking about We use the upper extremities of representation um, so a very useful video for a lot of people so thank you taya everybody have an outstanding Tuesday I'll see you tomorrow
3: hi sir greetings um, I wanted to clarify some stuff because I'm mixing when i think when i should delay or extend elongate the right side and i'm talking this specifically for an arrow so because i know sorry
0: that would be an arrow Mm
3: -hmm. yeah it's because i know when someone gets pulled down on the right you need to elongate the right side before you start to turn him to the, uh, the left,
2: okay.
3: but I'm, I, I don't know. I'm just thinking that in some cases, I don't know why I would want to delay the right side to create some more space where he is able to create that early um, shape on the right side. So I'm just confused when, okay. which one comes prior to the other. Okay
0: so we 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 talked about this a little bit earlier in the call, and maybe you weren't on, so but but that's perfectly fine. Um, now, so where were they in in re- reference to early, middle, and late propulsion before they started to pull their center of gravity down on the right hand side? what 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 representation did they have prior to that? Late, Okay. so, that's a very specific shape. It's a very mm-hmm. ER biased shape, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. If they're in a late ER position, okay, what does that look like?
2: Would you do me a small
0: favor? Would you do me a small favor? Will you stand yeah. up? Will you stand up? Because Colin showed us Colin showed us this on the left side. We're going to do it on the right side. Is that cool? Okay. So um, put your left foot forward, right foot back, staggered stance, wide, Mm -hmm. wide stance. Okay. There you go. Okay. Now, is your right heel on the ground? Yeah. Pick it up, but stay on the ball, stay on the, stay on the metatarsal head there. Okay. Is your left knee bent or straight?
3: Uh, A little bit
0: bend. Bend it a little bit more. And then make sure your right leg is straight and pushing you to the left. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Okay. Now push with your hip, but, but resist the turn. So you feel like your right, your right uh, glute max getting really active. You feel it? Yeah. Okay. Can you appreciate the fact that that is the lengthened representation of the femur into ER? Okay. Mm -hmm. So that's what you're trying to recreate, because if if you're getting pulled down on the right hand side, that whole side is getting compressed downward. And so the turns that are taking place in the axial skeleton and in the in the uh, extremity, they're getting magnified. So they're getting squished down like a spring. And what you want to do is you want to re-expand the spring. So if the last representation. So you always hear me talk about reverse engineering. Right. Yeah. If I have somebody that's compressed on, on that right side, first thing I gotta do is release the spring. Sometimes, um, in fact, many times, you can just put somebody in an early representation and everything goes really, really well. They get the ER representation, they get superimposition of IR, they get relative motions back. But sometimes there's too much muscle activity associated with the position. And then you got to directly reverse engineer it so i got to go from this pulled down representation which is the twist which is not relative motion i have to restore them back to the late er representation first then i can go to the early er representation from there right Mm -hmm. so that's the decision that you're making in real time like i said sometimes you can you can just set somebody up in an activity they get an early representation and everything goes great you're, you're a goddess among all of us. And uh, you know you pat yourself on the back, hopefully not dislocating your shoulder. Um, <clears throat> and then there's other times where it's a little bit harder. And then you have to go that pull down representation moves you too late. Then you go to early.
3: Okay. So um, I just thought about an example where I put someone in an early bar chop on the right. Uh-huh. And when they do the chop, you don't see the right shoulder come back, so it stays like forward. Uh-huh. So I ge- So I'm guessing I still need more anterior expansion. That
0: possible? It's
3: possible. In that late ER representation. Okay. Okay. Okay.
0: That's what I would do. Yeah, I would lean mm-hmm. in that direction. Yeah. 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 So you could do something like a you could do like a high oblique sit.
2: Hmm.
0: Right. You could do a, a diagonal sit. You could put them in that same position that we just had you in. You could but, do, you could do some tricep kickbacks. There's all sorts of stuff you could do.
3: But when you have someone that has also, okay, I'm gonna say, but hyperextension of the elbow. Bleh. I know. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. Um. So would high oblique sit working that situation or with some other activity a be bit
0: better so it depends on execution right
3: mm-hmm.
0: right it's like you know if if they're using the compensatory strategy to execute the activity then no it's not going to work right but if you set it up correctly so think about this um <clears throat> here you go uh, are you at a desk yeah stand up for a sec real simple So put your hand on the desk, right hand, put your right hand on the desk. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Lean on your hand. Awesome. Okay. Now push yourself away from the desk with the same hand. Can you appreciate that you just changed the shape of the arm and it's not the same orientation at the elbow? No, it's not. It's There you go. So it's like, if you can set this thing up where they're actually pushing away, they will actually untwist the elbow towards the late representation that you want in the first place. If if they're standing on top of it and leaning on it, that creates the compressed representation. You see Yeah, the I
3: get it, I get it.
0: It's the same thing you would do with a, with a leg. It's just, mm-hmm. you're gonna do it with the arm. So you ground the hand, all right? This becomes your foot representation. This becomes your leg representation. This becomes your hip. It's the same thing.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, perfect. That helped a lot. Well, I don't
0: know about perfect, but it, it was it was pretty damn good.
3: Mm-hmm. Just kidding. No, I meant about the answer to the questions, not oh, the execution. I, I,
0: this is gold today. I don't know about you, but this is like this is probably the best call we've ever done. I think. Good morning, happy Monday. I have neuro coffee in hand, and it is perfect. All right. A quick housekeeping item. Uh, IFAST University members, we have a call today at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you're not on ifastuniversity.com, please go to ifastuniversity.com. Get yourself signed up and join us for that call. Great people, great questions, lots of good information getting passed around. Uh, Digging into today's Q&A, this is with Dante. Um, This is something we don't talk about too much Um, The the question revolves around working with with kids and some of the presentations that you may see with that. In fact, we've got got an image in this video of a a series of kids um, as far as their their posturing is concerned, and so you can see some comparisons there. But basically, we are talking about the differences in their connective tissue behaviors, Um, do we train them like adults and that's a no Um, how do we approach this especially with the younger kids that maybe don't have a a deep understanding of what we might be talking about typically um, how do we get from from point a to point b with those kids so so this is a great question if you do work with with the younger kids um especially the ones, like I said, that that just don't understand how to follow directions um, just yet. It gives you some options um, that you may not have been aware of before. So thank you, Dante, uh, for this question. Everybody have an outstanding Monday and I will see you tomorrow. Uh, Give me one second. You may. Okay. you have permission to use these?
2: Can you see the full case? Uh, I can. Yeah, I, I don't know how it, that it, it will be look like in the United States, but this friend is a conditional coach of the taekwondo. Um, taekwondo? Some of the who he said? yeah taekwondo yeah. So are these, uh, okay. Yeah, uh, but cre- not cre- all of, but but not all of the kids are athletes. Only three of them they are, okay. and the second one, they he didn't do any taekwondo before. But he also look like here, so his question is we try to I talk with him about uh with about your model, and uh, he just trying to understand some part of him, and uh, he asked me the teeth normally will be more flexible than the adult well yeah so I have if found- we just yeah um, and uh, if we use uh strategy in the adult just like try to delay the some some sorry try to create the expansion through the delay or year the strategy and uh, well that makes the kids more flexible than before so Uh that is the question yeah
0: So, so so okay um which type of a, which connective tissue is easier to bend? One that has less tension on it or one that has more tension on it?
2: I think it's a ligament.
0: No, 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 no. If Sorry. any connective tissue, okay. Mm-hmm. If if I if I if I pull it tight, okay, yeah, or I keep it loose, which one bends easier? The loose. Yeah. So so you create that representation in, in a kid that already has mm-hmm. connective tissues that bend more because they're not calcified. Mm-hmm. So so kids are bendy mm-hmm. because because they bend they they just bend everything easier, right? Yes. Okay. And then you then you give them a, an expanded representation that reduces the motor output, which gives their connective mm-hmm. tissues more cap, uh, more capacity to yield. Then they bend mm-hmm. more.
2: Okay. So it will help them to get better um, maybe just posture or healthy.
0: Uh I don't know. I I've seen pictures of, of of gymnastics coaches sitting on the backs of little girls and smashing their faces into the mat. Um and the little yeah, girls, yeah, they yeah. Don't look, they don't look like they're having a good time. And so yeah, I would question whether I would question whether that is a as a uh, a uh, an attempt to improve health. Right, so yes, you want them. You want the kids to but be. Able to, it, but this well, is the
2: way, the traditional way to just uh, get more flexible. For the maybe dance, taekwondo, or gymnastic, they use this way. Just trying to. Yes. Get more range of motion.
0: Yes. Well, it's not range of motion. It is shape change. Got to be really oh, specific yes, here because because. It's not necessarily relative motion of a joint, because, again, especially with kids, like Mm -hmm. um, if you you look at um, like first position in ballet is a position that should not be achievable under normal circumstances. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, Yes. And then you're going to have variability in who is most capable of accessing Mm -hmm. these shapes. So does everybody get to become a world class gymnast? Does everybody get to become a world class um, uh, martial artist? No, No. right. This is how you weed people out. So you get 4,000 kids, you sit on their back, you smash their face into the mat. And the ones that survive that get to be world-class gymnasts and martial artists. Some kids can't Uh do it. They don't have that capacity. Uh They don't have shape change capabilities. And even though they might not be fully calcified, they still don't have the advantages of some other kids because you just look at these, you look at these four kids and you've got four, four variations of structure. Okay.
2: Yes. Similar, but different. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so there is a yeah, uh, one so, high pressure
0: kid and you got three low pressure kids.
2: <laughs> okay. Uh, so so can I say we use the same strategy in both kids and adults? Uh, adult? Well, yeah, but but you're gonna solve have, the you, you
0: can't have the ex, you can't expect the same outcome.
2: Oh yeah, I understand. I understand. Yeah. So that is the second question is the, the cooperation because uh, uh for my understanding most uh, of the strategy we need to y- use some uh, exactly cues just like the food contact but for the kids they may cannot follow your your cues or they, they may cannot on the, on the, they they cannot follow your cues about the food contact why not understanding. why not i don't know maybe they can just focus focus on the specific thing
0: but but so okay um here's something that i'm not good at but i understand mm-hmm. you gotta think you gotta think like a kid
2: okay that makes sense
0: well i'm, I'm i seriously it's like, it's like you know with an adult i can say you feel this you feel that i i can i can i can i can physically put them in a position and i say pay attention to this pay attention to that kids can't do that so i just have yes. to so um The the way that I work with kids. So I so I have a like crazy cool kid that I worked with a while back. Um that's a motocross guy. Um he's like national caliber kid. Um, but he was only eight years old. And so I can't have the same conversation with him that I can have with an adult that's lived a life and now has a frame of reference that 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 you know we can speak the same language, so to speak. So I gotta speak kid. So what I do with kids is I I have them do animal imitations, okay?
2: Okay. So yeah.
0: how do you get a hand contact? How do you get a hand contact with a kid? is we we pick an, we pick a uh, we pick a um, an animal that has to walk on all fours, right? has to walk on all fours. Yes. And then we teach him how to feel his contact like that. Right? I Sorry, I don't know if we were just interrupted or not. Um, or, you know, teach him to roll around on the ground. That's how you teach them how to how to create contacts. It's like roll like a log, roll like a turtle. Right. Mm-hmm. Roll like a ball, that kind of a thing. Right. So you just have to speak kid to get those contacts. Because they can do the same thing and, yes. and here's here's what kids are like like spectacular at is imitation because okay. that's how they learn everything so they learn by imitating so if i can demonstrate it they can copy it mm-hmm. right so that's how yes. you teach kids like you don't you don't tell them about foot contacts you say do this and then they do that okay right? Or you create a constraint, yes. it's like you say, okay, um, we're going to pretend that we're walking on a tightrope, or we're going to pretend that we're walking on railroad tracks, right? Things like that. Mm-hmm. It's like they understand those, those frames of reference, right? You just have to speak their language.
2: Okay? I understand. Yeah. And uh, the last question is, do you think the uh, it's because of the maybe the Laptop, the social media, or maybe just like the cell phone. Maybe they no. use try, trying, no, I mean, to make them like this too much no. seating.
0: No. No. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to blame think- So, do you know what it was when I was a kid? Mm-hmm. They blamed me sitting in front of the TV and watching TV all the time.
2: Yeah. My mom do this too.
0: Yeah, exactly. Do uh, you, you know what it? Do you know what it was before TV? Mm-hmm. People listen to people sitting and listening to the radio. You listen to the radio too much. <laughs> do you know what okay. it was before then? Do you know what it was before then? What's that? It's your. You're sitting too far away from the fire when you're reading your book, and you have to strain to see. Get sit closer to the fire okay. so you can read your book. They always blame something. Okay. They always blame something. Okay. Every generation, like the next generation is going to say, oh, you've been floating around on your, on your, your you know, anti-gravity shoes too much. You're not, you're not exposing yourself to enough gravity. That's what the problem is. It's always going to be so something.
2: They, they, should, they should blame themselves. So the parents should blame themselves.
0: Um, if you have active children, mm-hmm. if they play a lot, like a lot, yeah. you tend mm-hmm. to not have too many problems. They tend to develop pretty well. Now, okay, hang on. There are structural differences. There are structural differences (laughs) in humans that make certain Mm -hmm. things harder. That's why Mm -hmm. not everybody gets to be a ballerina. That's why everybody doesn't get to be a high level martial artist. That's why we have accountants. That's why we have doctors. That's why we have um, scientists, right? Because they sucked at basketball, thankfully, and they go, but this physics thing is kind of cool. And you know what? Don't have to be physical. I can just sit here with my lousy posture that's going to be like this forever because my physical structure says this is how gravity works. There's limits. There's limits. And people don't like that. People (laughs) people like to believe that they can be anything that they want to be when they grow up and they can't. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. There's my... There's my parental advice for the day for somebody that's not a parent, right? Mm -hmm. I get to stand back and watch everybody else screw up. So I I have a I have a pretty good frame of reference. Yeah. All
3: right.
2: Thank you. Thank you very much. Welcome, sir.